Hi everyone. Welcome to my brand new podcast Master of None. I am Dinakaran and I have been working in the IT industry for over a decade now. Through this podcast, I would like to provide a running commentary on the emerging and new trends in the tech industry, focusing predominantly on the intersection of cloud, programming, architecture, devops, machine learning and security. I hope you find these topics discussed in the podcast interesting. Let's get started. the hype around cloud computing so there in the last 5 to 10 years there has been a lot of hype and momentum in the uh, cloud market uh, we especially with the public cloud providers like aws azure and gcp uh, we see every day new applications built either by uh, like you know traditional large companies or startups or freelancers everybody is actually like you know adopting uh, cloud com- cloud and uh, building solutions on top of that uh, but uh, and we also see uh, uh, job opportunities mushrooming everywhere uh, there is a need for a lot of talent uh, who has the knowledge and uh, of cloud right uh, but cloud as such has been there for a really long time that right? if you think about it probably in in the not in the traditional sense but it would have been in a different way so if you want to understand why there is a lot of uh, uh, like you know uh, need for cloud talent it would be probably uh, good to understand uh, the way how things were right so uh, how applications were uh, like you know built and developed uh, before cloud and what the first stage one of cloud was all about and where we are currently and we could also it would help us to understand you know how things are going to be in the next 5 to 10 years right so this particular uh, talk is going to be uh, just uh, you know a memory uh, jogging down the memory lane to really understand uh, how things have been uh, like you know in the last uh, probably 10 to 20 years to build any internet applications and to uh, host it so that everybody around the world can access there are few fundamental uh, like you know hardware and software that is required right so at a very uh, basic level uh, you need a physical machine and uh, that particular machine uh, like you know it could be a server and this server traditionally we you know start installing the os operating system it could be either windows or uh, like you know uh, unix or whatever it is and once the os is installed then we have the uh, like you know application based server uh, that you need to install it could be either your tomcat or your you know traditionally any kind of web servers uh, that is the second component that is required which is basically our software and in on top of this is where you have rather code that you write traditionally in java html or whatever it is we kind of you know host the code on this right so traditionally you need a physical uh, infrastructure which is basically like you know uh, which is what you call it as a server right so essentially you have a server in which you there is a hardware component to it and that is a uh, like you know application related uh, server is also there so when we say server we mean uh, both the physical and also the software part of it and on top of that we write our code and you know host our application right and traditionally these servers uh, in in the very early times we used to uh, like you know have a server room wherein uh, there are a lot of such physical server machines that are interconnected and we would be able to access them 
but as such once the internet revolution started and then there was a need for more number of servers uh, then the concept of you know the data center came into picture right so data center as such is nothing but a really large warehouse wherein you have so many of these servers physical servers that are actually available and uh, with that it's not just the physical we have the physical server but then there are some virtualization that is done around that and uh, we were able to like you know have a lot of servers right so what is the problem that we had traditionally with this right so let's say for example we are running a business and uh, you know we have uh, probably 100 or 200s of application that we have right so we have this problem with how much of server that we need right so the planning around how many uh, like you know server that is needed to run your uh, application and how much of space and etc that is required in the data center so these are all uh, really hard to predict because uh, you know when uh, normally what happens is that you need to sign up a contract with a data center there may be uh, providers who are running the data center and you as a business need to go to them and tell them that you know we need thousands of servers or you know these many servers and uh, these co contracts are also long term in the sense like you know it is uh, like you know you plan it for a year or a two year and uh, there is also uh, this case uh, wherein you know if you are going to just buy the servers for for the capacity that you require now and if you now need to add more capacity uh, it, it may not be easily possible because you know the cloud service provider may not have those pay uh, like you know available and in in other cases uh, you may print there is a lot of demand that is going to come and you may be buying a lot of extra servers but then your business is not picking up right so it's basically a very capital intensive uh, like you know uh, thing wherein you know the infrastructure to like you know to provision to create an infrastructure and then manage it it's basically it's basically a very capital uh, intensive uh, one right and uh, there is a lot of uh, management uh, uh, operational and management overhead also there so there used to be in for every like you know every company right they may have their own infrastructure team and uh, they would be like you know working uh, to get ensure that these servers are available and that is optimally available right so essentially the big problem with the idea of a data center is basically either you kind of under provision or you kind of over provision and both of these are uh, like you know uh, uh, leading to a situation where we are not using these resources on a optimal way right the other part is that this data center may be in a certain geography right and then the, when the user is going to access these services say for example i am in india and this data center is actually situated in the us so it's going there is a we are separated by a huge physical distance right and then uh, the traffic takes a bit of a time to reach this particular thing right and then we have this problem with uh, data center being always available uh, like you no know, data center servers should not crash and go down right so these are kind of you know complex uh, large scale problems uh, that were there in the uh, previous world it is not just for uh, the business uh, even if you are a, a freelancer or a developer and you would want to you know build applications right uh, it is actually it was actually very difficult right so the most that i can you can easily do is uh, do a web hosting wherein you can purchase a domain name 
and uh, uh, like you know you can actually build some HTML related applications or even uh, the most favorite way at least in the 2006-2008 period is well, like you know you mostly build application using PHP because it is actually easier to set up and it's easy able to easily like you know uh, host applications and uh, if you want to probably host uh, you know java based uh, applications right using java gd technology or even net it was really difficult right and uh, you know that was it, it was during this time right and even sometime around 2008 is when uh, the whole google app engine uh, like you know was launched and you know it but it was more targeted as a technology uh, like you know tool uh, like you know that most developers were actually using it but uh, not but beyond that uh, like you know as a uh, uh, like you know freelancer or a small developer or even as a small startup there was nothing much that you had uh, like you know in terms of infrastructure you probably have a domain hosting and probably you can host some basic application but beyond that like you know how like large businesses uh, who has a capacity to you know afford a data center so even the other uh, like you know small companies they were not able to do that right so it was during this phase this is how it actually started and uh, like you know uh, like uh, other businesses even you know large scale companies like uh, the uh, google amazon and microsoft had this uh, same issue and during it is it is during this time they started uh, like you know building a lot of data center and uh, for example to to deliver a really good experience they had to build a lot of data center across the world and then this whole so since they had a lot of uh, money and uh, like you know it, capital was available to them so they were able to build and you know uh, make a significant investment to get their infrastructure so that they will be able to uh, deliver uh, a large applications for example youtube was such was you know there was a lot of challenge with uh, streaming as such right so he, he previously you know you can just upload only five minutes of video and you know this but even though uh, that was a limited time but youtube was, was able to really stream really well it is because of this whole uh, reason right and uh, even for amazon right it was actually growing at a really large pace and uh, the traditional set of uh, tools and uh, like uh, that was available during that time it was not very helpful for them for example like you know they had a really a uh, huge amount of traffic that is coming into their site and the traditional uh, like you no know, databases were actually not really scaling well and so it was actually a problem right uh, it was not just amazon that was facing but every large company uh, on the internet had the same problem and it was uh, like you know amazon had their own ways to fix these problems by you know building some capabilities around this infrastructure and then uh, uh, retooling some of the uh, like you know uh, software components that they are also using so they built some of the components from the scratch and it, it was not just Amazon, but every other uh, probably large scale companies would have been doing the same thing. But it was just that, you know, uh, Amazon thought about it and said that, you know, if we have this uh, problem of, you know, not able to scale or not able to like, you know, easily uh, build applications, it would have been probably the same problem for everybody else. And uh, that's when they came up with this idea of like, you know, uh, providing uh, the things that they have learned the hard way and all the capability that they have developed over a period of time into something that could be provided to others so that they can also uh, reuse this 
so that's how the uh, I, uh, amazon web services right aws that's how they uh, slowly came into the business so initially they were supporting a really few applications right uh, kind of services like you know you can actually have a storage which is uh, traditionally called as popularly called as the s3 and then they also provided later the uh, like you know actual servers right in which we can actually do the applications right and with this uh, thing uh, like you know what essentially happened is that instead of uh, uh, a business having to manage the whole application uh, and uh, like you know also even have to take the infrastructure management and the data center and all the associated costs so here you have this uh, uh, service provider who is actually providing uh, these uh, services to you and the business started using that so the first wave of uh, like you know building things in cloud was not more of a building on the cloud but moving their existing infrastructure right whatever the applications that were currently running on the data center which were hard to manage and then hard to scale so those are the applications that started moving into the cloud so uh, it's, it's basically like you know uh, uh, doing away with one part of the pain point the wherein you know we kind of you know have everything move to the cloud right so and this particular thing is more of a infrastructure uh, change right more than anything else so you did not up, uh, redesign the application as such but instead of having uh, like you know you responsible to kind of think about how many servers you need and all that stuff uh, you are just going to rely on uh, aws uh, to provide the same right so this is the first wave that actually happened and uh, uh, like you know uh, microsoft slowly realized that this is a problem that they had and uh, uh, like they also had solutions it was just that aws started it and uh, then slowly google and you know others also uh, stop stepping into the game so there are other small providers as well like rackspace they were also doing it but it was mainly popularized by aws and then you know everybody get recorded into the game right so this is the basically the first phase i can call it on the cloud computing where it was cloud was looked at it more as a infrastructure uh, like you know play wherein uh, any of the businesses that is going to like you know build application instead of having their own data center and management around that we actually like you know build those uh, applications on the cloud but just taking the infrastructure part of it right and uh, doing it so if you are actually a developer uh, you would not see uh, in any major change in the way how we are building the application it was just the same it was same uh, earlier you are uh, like you know uh, the software the tooling and all the servers will be probably in a data center but now it's in a, again another data center even aws doesn't have anything you know special there right? they also have their own data center it's just that as a small business or even a medium large business or you are a, a, like you know small startup right you don't really have to like you know deal with uh, uh, those uh, uh, like you know service provider data center service provider you just deal with aws or the cloud provider as such right and the other thing is like once the aws saw that the business was actually picking up they started uh, going into multiple regions and you know it was actually started rolling out these services across the world right so that was another advantage right so you if you are going to be a customer uh, sorry if you are a business uh, running in india then it's easier to you know have a server so that you know there will be faster response time and etc right so this is how the whole idea uh, like you know uh, started in the first place so if you look at any of the cloud computing uh, related work that started around 
2006 or 2008 it was more on the infrastructure side right so wherein uh, it's all about uh, like you know not changing the way how we build application but more about how uh, the infrastructure part of it really changed right and so this particular era is what we can call it as you know probably into 2010 or 2014 uh, whichever way you look at it right so uh, this is how uh, things started and slowly started business also started uh, like you know looking at you know the trends as to what each of the companies are doing and whether it's safe to move to cloud and like, well actually like you know uh, studying the market as to how things were actually uh, working in the uh, cloud environment right and uh, yeah so after this we go to the next stage so as the cloud was uh, uh, seeing some momentum uh, with a lot of infrastructure now uh, like you know being managed by the cloud provider so there are other uh, like you know advancement that happened uh, like you know the uh, evolution of uh, containers uh, using uh, docker technologies where you know instead of uh, uh, thinking about software as different kind of artifacts uh, doc, the idea of docker and containers came into picture and then a lot of uh, developers so, so this during this time uh, uh, till this point of time it was more about infrastructure but then with the docker and the way how we can easily package and run uh, things as a container uh, that caught the fancy of uh, like you know lot of developers and uh, so this is when uh, things started to uh, like you know gain momentum and uh, so uh, the various cloud providers who were just providing infrastructure then they also wanted to uh, provide their service as a platform wherein you know your uh, the way how you build and run code could be actually evolved right so uh, with the docker and then there is a, a need for a docker orchestra orchestration that is required which is essentially the container orchestration and that is when we had uh, services like you know uh, docker compose and publish and also uh, the kubernetes uh, which is basically a container orchestration that was uh, like you know used by google that also came into picture right so this led to a lot of momentum uh, from thinking of cloud not just as a you know infrastructure thing but also something wherein we could build applications differently using containers uh, those kind of technologies right and uh, in so this is one part of it so the other part of it is like uh, uh, the idea of a managed services right so traditionally uh, what you have is like if let's say for example you need a database the way the way how you do is you kind of you know get the uh, like you know, server from the cloud provider and then you will go ahead and uh, do the traditional way of installing a database let's say for example you need oracle database uh, you are going to set up the oracle database and uh, but the, only the ser server is actually provided right so the rest of the things around managing the database like you know you're installing the patch you're going to update them you're going to ensure that it is going to scale well and it's not going to like you know uh, like you know uh, be always available with the backup and all of that so that is what a traditional dba would be doing in the uh, like you know previous world right so that's the same work that is being done here and that is when companies started providing more capabilities in terms of offering many of these services as a managed services right so they will be the cloud providers will be having their own uh, like you know infrastructure and they will also be running the databases by themselves all you need to do is you just get those particular uh, like you know databases which are uh, managed by them not just the infrastructure but also the software etc is managed by them we just use the databases in the way wherein you know you want to 
like you know create tables and all that stuff so that's what the only thing that you're going to do the same way with slowly uh, emergence of a lot of different services also came into play right so what essentially uh, you know all these uh, did is that it kind of you know suddenly uh, uh, it's not just about infrastructure right so now uh, uh, people architects uh, and uh, you know developers everybody now thought of okay now cloud provides a lot of different features and we have containers now and we have a lot of managed services that is provided by the cloud so how should we uh, look at designing applications the same way as how we were doing it earlier or should we look at changing it right uh, to uh, understand uh, the office services offered and to make uh, applications or design applications that are cloud native right so if you are going to build an application today uh, with the capabilities that is provided by cloud how would we go about it right so that's where the actual momentum started and uh, you know a lot of uh, like you know uh, uh, and people uh, saw the potential of you know build cloud native applications which are not just an infrastructure thing but also leveraging a lot of services uh, like you know and other capabilities that are provided by the cloud right so this actually uh, was one of the uh, like you know we can call it as a stage two wherein it became cloud became the place wherein you kind of start you know building new applications and uh, uh, like uh, traditionally if you look at it if you want to set up a email system right it's going to be really complex uh, but in uh, like most of the cloud providers actually provide the email service directly and it was very easier to you know configure and build things so what essentially did in this particular phase is that uh, as a business right or as a startup the only thing that you are looking at is to you know build application but then all the undifferentiated heavy lifting be it infrastructure be you know wanting to run a big database or you know wanting to have a uh, email server so all of these are actually like you know uh, offered by the cloud provider so basically you are now building uh, like you know your application which are essentially a set of components you are just you know orchestrating all of these different pieces together and kind of building the application right so the time taken to you know build the application from the scratch by leveraging all of these it's, it's actually very easier and uh, there are uh, less need to really plan and think through and how to build these services right so basically there is a you no know, there is with the cloud you have the elasticity you get the scalability etc and so it is actually easier to do it this way so just to sum it up right so the cloud services as such you know you are getting it you know different kind of services like one could be at the storage level the other could be at the you know compute level and then we have the managed services and there are also few networking you know components that are obviously available that would help us to uh, you know uh, kind of communicate between uh, uh, these servers and also with the outside world right so essentially so this is what how it is right so the uh, what are the key advantages that we uh, like you know any business or even a freelance developer anybody has right so the first thing is like no uh, there is no you don't need to worry about the infrastructure so there is nothing on the data center aspect of it right so it, it essentially the uh, from thinking of applications like you know as a capex right so capital intensive cost you are going to pay everything upfront from that model of a capex we now come into a, a model of opex right operational expenditure wherein you are only going to 
pay for what you use right and you don't need to really uh, like you know pay for anything else up front right and uh, the other advantages that you are having is uh, elasticity right so if you are going to uh, like you know a plan for a flash sale wherein you know there is only few uh, phones available but then there are 10000 services coming in so your servers are not going to site is not going to crash because you have the capability to like you know have uh, probably thousands of servers that are added during this particular time and then you know you kind of you know bring them down once uh, the flash sale is over right so this this was basically the unlimited uh, uh, like you know elasticity and uh, is what is actually helpful right so even during this pandemic right so when everybody started working from home and zoom became a thing so it it, it is actually like you know zoom was adding around 4000 to 5000 different uh, servers or every single day to uh, like you know handle the additional capacity so if you know if covid was a thing and uh, uh, like you know cloud was not a uh, like you know big thing uh, we would have actually really like you know struggled to scale uh, just not just zoom but probably teams or for other applications right to kind of you know cloud provides the scale right and uh, it's actually that is one of the you know main advantages that we get right and uh, so the only thing as i said earlier is like you know business only need to worry about building applications and then you know leave everything else to the uh, like you know cloud provider right and uh, with cloud so one of what is the main advantage that you are getting you are either uh, you are a big business or you are a small startup right anybody can actually compute uh, like you know compete at the uh, it's basically the uh, it's, a, it's a level playing ground right so it's not just a big uh, uh, like you know if let's say for example you are going to build the next big thing right a, a, a service that is actually better than google so you are able to easily scale and also compete with google right and for the same way for amazon or for any other thing so that's the main advantage that we are actually uh, getting and uh, so with the cloud being in there right so there are other things are also coming into cloud right so a lot of uh, uh, so wherever there is a uh, like you know complexity involved either it's technical and all that stuff you are actually you know there is a new cloud service that is coming every day right so whether it's going to be on the analytics side uh, like you know business intelligence side uh, data warehousing data mart right or uh, like you know uh, machine learning or ai right so every you take every uh, single business problem and uh, like there is a cloud service that is being offered so that we are able to like you know developers or small businesses will be able to innovate on top of that and uh, you know uh, easily able to uh, like you know provide uh, good solutions right so this is one of the main reason uh, like you know why there has been a lot of hype and uh, cloud has become mainstream now every application and every business right earlier there were some second thoughts around how secure it is and whether there is a compliance issue and everything so at this point of time if you look if you think about it even the heavily regulated systems governments and everybody are actually started using cloud and that's how that's the reason you know there is a lot of adoption there is a lot of hype there is also you know so much of uh, job opportunities that is coming up because everybody is either moving their things from uh, like you not know, traditional systems to cloud or building things on the cloud and there is a lot of demand right and uh, if you if you think about it uh, it is we are just only getting started right so if you the annual revenue that are being earned by the uh, 
like you know all big cloud power is 80 billion dollars per year but the total it infrastructure spend is around 2 trillion dollars right so that's the, the global travel right so a lot of traditional it products right that were actually provided everything is going to be built or innovated from the scratch and uh, we are just getting started and that is going to be uh, like you know uh, it's going to be interesting to see how things are going to evolve over the next uh, 10 to 15 years right so thanks for listening i hope you found out uh, found it is uh, useful thank you and bye